Hey you, what's happening at work? What's keeping you up at night? What's causing you frustration or depleting your wellness at work? Talk to me and with me. This is Joyce Odinison, your host with the What's Happening at Work show, where we create solutions to work, live, and play well. Join me now for next episode. Hey, you. I am so excited to come to you today. I want to talk about some of the strange and bizarre kind of conflicts that's happening at work. I don't know where you are working and what you're seeing, but as a conflict analyst, I am seeing more strange and unusual conflicts. Of course, new and unusual because the workplace has changed. We have a new normal and there's a new way to behave and to work with others. So let's talk about some of the things I'm seeing. And today I want to call this topic on 10 tips to resolve remote conflict. So we're going to talk about some of the remote um, workplace and hybrid workplace conflicts and how to resolve them. So let's get started. First off, we see a lot of people who are working in skeleton offices. So for instance, um, your coworkers may just be different, right? They are working in a skeleton office and they're not necessarily being respectful or, you know, making light of the situation. There's no, there's no uh, COVID, you're not going to get sick, blah, blah, blah. You know, let's just be respectful of others' preferences. Some people are deathly afraid of COVID and uh, the impact or getting sick. And, and some people are very anxious about it. It is not your job to psychoanalyze that. It's not your job to tell them that they're stupid and they shouldn't, they shouldn't feel that way and they should be smartened up and you saw something on social media or you read something. Just be gracious. Be Just be respectful of people's preferences. And so, you know what? Thank you for letting me know you feel that way. And, um, you know, I will keep that in mind for further interaction. Not all of us have the same tolerance level. Some people could not care less to them. What happened over the last uh, 18, 20 months did not happen in their world. It, but COVID is not real. They don't feel it was real. They think it a hoax. And they have their feet because they, they've already have their mindset and it's not your job. The workplace is not the place for that. If you have a workplace policy, then you have a responsibility to follow the policy or get, you know, you're going to be without a job, right? So we're seeing more and more that organizations are taking the bold step and saying, you know what, if you don't follow a policy, we're going to fire you. So as you read in the paper every day, you're seeing, ah, new employees are being fired because they come to work without vaccinating or they come to work, you know, look, CNN was in the news today. They fired three employees who showed up unvaccinated. So it's going to be new things are happening. We don't know what organizational leaders are, are going to do in particular situations. 
But you need to only concern yourself with what's happening in your organization. What is the policy? What is the expectation? What is the behavior? What is frowned upon? And if you if a colleague is breaking the rule and you want to share with them, you know, um, did you know we have such a policy? If they're resistant, just leave them. It's not your job to convince them or to police the workplace. Be Remember that. Point number two is to be gracious. So if you are vaccinated or not, you have to respect the feelings of those who may feel differently. Don't go around judging people. And remember, guys, we're living, we're humans. We have belly buttons and we're strange. There are always going to be early and late adopters. The early adopters are the ones who want to be there. They, they sleep overnight so they can get the new gadgets. The late adopters couldn't care. They're waiting when it come on sale five years from now when they can buy it for like a third of the, the price the early adopters buy. It. So le let people be, let them work within their own uh, frame of reference. Remember when the automobile was invented, there were people who was say, driving their horse and buggies years later saying, you guys are going to die from this. I'm not going to that. That doesn't look safe, right? Every time there's a new invention, people can be suspicious and skeptical. And that's all right. We are all like that in some instances and we have to let, let it be. So let's be gracious. There are late adopters. Not everyone flew on an airplane when it was, when it became available, Right. People still took the boat. So now nobody wants to take the boat, right? So give things time. Let people have time to digest things and be gracious. Point number three, consider others' feelings. If your coworkers are stuck with having to stay at home because their children have no school or, you know, or they have other reasons why they can't come to work, refrain from making comments that they must be enjoying it, working from home. And, uh, you know, as not everyone does, not everyone enjoys working from home. Some people are not happy working at home. They don't want to be at home. They would rather be at work. And if they're stuck there and you make those comments, it just get, makes the workplace more tense. So let's consider other people's feelings, even when we don't clearly know what they are. Let's think, what if? Help co-workers out. Help those who must stay at home, right? Help them feel part of the community. Share the jokes, share the new ideas, keep them in the loop. Include them in messages and, and the, the, the social interactions of what's going on. That helps them to feel included, right? Help those co-workers to feel included and reduce isolation. That is very healthy in the workplace and it helps to keep everyone in a good mood and people collaborate and engage more. The number five, point number five, share responsibility. Don't grumble and complain about coming into the office when it's your turn to be on site. Everybody has to share the responsibility. When you grumble and complain, it makes others feel uncomfortable and it creates a heaviness in the, in the atmosphere and they feel like you don't want to take your part. You, you don't want to do your part. You don't want to lift the heavy load. You want everyone else to do it. So we have to be thinking about that. Point number six, and this one is for leaders, be a trustful leader. If you're a digital leader, don't be suspicious and doubting of your employees' every action. You can still lead employees who are not in the same building as you are in a relaxed way. It's not, it's not rocket science. It helps everyone feel valued when they feel that you're trusting them. 
Remember to always check in with your employees, right? Ask what's working for them. Don't expect the same thing we implemented on, you know, when you first moved to the office or move home and everybody was shut down a, a year ago to be what works now. Things change, their life change, their work change, their routine change. What do they need now? What can you support them? What resources do we need? How can we switch to make things more adaptable for you? Don't expect them to sit in that one spot on that one chair, looking through that one window for the 20 months or how many we stay home. It's important to just check in with them. What needs to change? What's not working well? How can we change things up for you? Make you more comfortable. Point number seven, be tolerant. If you're trying to speak to coworkers and there's a lot of background noise, you know, as there is, if they have little children, if there's TV playing in the background, be patient with them and kindly suggest that you're not able to engage fully with the background noise. So just let them know, um, is it possible, right, that they may have, they, they, they may have become immune to the noise because they're, they're in it all the time. And it's just like all of us, right? Is that frog in hot water mentality. If we're doing something all that, we don't notice it. It's the new person that just jump on teams or meeting with you through one of the online platforms that's going to hear the noise in your background because you you become immune to it. And so we have to remember that and, and be tolerant with each other. If you're working from home and you have things going on in your environment, be respectful of others' time in meetings. There's nothing more frustrating when I book of time in my meet, in my calendar to meet with someone and they have a whole host of things going on in their lives and in their background. If you're working from home for any reason, please ensure to find a quiet place to meet and to participate. People want to engage. They make time in their calendar to meet with you. And that's when you're doing your grocery list and you're talking to your children and you're um, fighting with your husband and you're making your scrambled egg. No, that's done when you're not in meetings. So respect that and, and let that be a, a big part of it. Number nine, point number nine, don't judge. If you overhear colleagues grumble, yell, or complain about their children, be gracious. It may be just, you know, cabin fever or something they're going through. Ask if they want to talk about it. Listen and offer suggestions if they give permission, if they give you permission to do it. Don't just go say, this is how you should do it. I think you should do this and you should do that. And you should kick him out of the house and you should lock that child in the closet. <laughs> you know, don't, please. Uh, they will shut you off and don't want to talk to you anymore. So only if they give you permission, right? Don't share this information with others at work. It can break down the trust and uh, worse, start rumors, right? So you don't want to break down, break trust and you don't want to, you know, breach others' confidence because that's, it's not good, right? You don't want to do that. It's just not, not a good thing to do because that could get people uh, looking bad and other people looking down at others. Point number 10, negotiate your boundaries. So for instance, if you notice coworkers or colleagues refusing to maintain the necessary social distance, be direct. Let them know what you feel is comfortable for you and ask if, you know, if they could respect it. Don't push, shove, minimize each other's feelings or name call. Remember, we are all just still learning to live with this new normal. Calmly let them know what you prefer and ask how they suggest you work together that respects both your needs. It is. It has to be mutual understanding in order for us to get through this next phase of transition and be able to work together. So 
Thank you for being here. I just want to let you know and remind you that the Global Workplace Wellness Summit is coming up and that's happening November 8th to 10th. And it's going to be a place where you can bring your entire team as an organization, bring all your employees. Employees are going to learn so much. We spend so much time putting this agenda together so that employees and leaders can both learn at the same time, learn at different levels, different um, aspects to create a holistic wellness uh, culture where employees take ownership for their wellness because you don't live your employees' lives. They go home and live their life. And what you'll teach them at work is going to provide a framework and new lenses that they can take with them. So it's important that both of you, you start the journey together and then you create that that sense of well-being, that sense of togetherness that we're in the same boat. If you ever want your employees to feel engaged and valued, you need to start showing them you care about them. And that's what we're going to be doing every day over the three days. We're going to get employees invested in themselves and their personal wellness. We're going to go through the nine dimensional wellness assessment with them. We're going to get them talking about the things that the things they're doing and how they can change their mindset. We get employees engaged and as, as leaders and employers, we get you engaged in framework, in charters, in uh, the things you need, the numbers, the performance, and we're going to, we have to do this together, guys. We have to do this together because we are living in a very unprecedented time and times are changing so swiftly, but there's never been a more opportune time to build wellness on a holistic scale. So don't forget, go ahead, book your workplace, get a package for your team at the global workplace wellness summit.com. Join us there and register. And I'm looking forward to to working with you and the amazing people that we're bringing to help you to develop and grow. And I look forward to talking more. You have a wonderful, wonderful uh, day. And thanks for being here. Joyce O'Dillison here. And we'll talk again next week. Stay focused, stay well, and be gracious. Bye now. You've been listening to What's Happening at Work. This is Joyce Edison, your host, and I want to thank you for being with us. Thank our guests and our sponsors, Interpersonal Wellness Services, Inc., the Global Workplace Wellness Summit, and of course, the Wellness Competency Mindset Movement. And if you want to hear from us, learn more or get more episodes, join us at interpersonalwellness.com, where we help you to work, live, and play well. Bye now, and we'll see you for another episode.